Hey guys, this is Ed LaCara and welcome to the BFR Tuesday. Today is June 22nd and during this podcast I talk about the recent blog post by Mike Reinold about the different cuffs and why he recommends the smart cuff from smart tools. So hold on to your hats and let's go. You are listening to the BFR University Podcast with your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. BFR University is dedicated to helping people learn safe and effective ways to implement blood flow restriction training into their lives. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. What's up, guys? Welcome to BFR Tuesday. My name is Ed LaCara. I am based out of Dallas, Texas, here in my clinic. And every Tuesday I get online, scratch that. Not next Tuesday. It's actually, I take one week a year vacation, and that is coming up. We're leaving on Thursday. So next week I won't be on, just giving you the FYI. Um, But normally, for the last two and a half or so years, I've been uh, getting on every Tuesday and answering questions regarding blood flow restriction training. So um, what I do is I take your calls, calls, (laughs) I take your questions, uh, if you put them into the chat section in your upper right, um, ask me those questions, and depending on how much time we spend, I will answer those questions, um, and then also chat a little bit about what I want to discuss. So I'm going to give you a second. I noticed my uh, smart board back there is not where it should be. I'm going to go switch that and let you give you guys a few seconds to put those and type those questions in. So I'm going to say hello from Dallas, Texas. Hey, Doug. Uh, yeah, so they are. So you can, um, there's a few different resources. Um, number one, BFR University is my website where I post all my BFR stuff. Um, I'm going to go www.bfruniversity.univer. Be good if I spelt it right. University.com. Um, my web, my YouTube, YouTube channel is Ed LaCara, pretty simple. Um, where else do I post those things? Those are also in a podcast right now. Um, my podcast, which is really just me, um, we transcribe these and then we put them on um, on a podcast and on YouTube. So podcast is, um, I think it's under BFR University. And I think right now we have it on Spotify and Podbean. I'm waiting for Apple to uh, approve it. Um, so yeah, that's where they are. And then you also will get um, an email from me that says, hey, we missed you at the webinar. Here's a replay. So kind of lots of ways to consume 
Okan, hello from Turkey. How you doing over there? Um, let me see. What else do we got? Any questions regarding uh, blood flow restriction training that I can answer? All right, if not, um, one of my buddies called out a pretty cool article that was written the other day. So I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up here and find it and then I'll share it. Let's see. Okay, so question from Alcon in Turkey. Blood flow restriction training on resting blood pressure and heart rate, a meta-analysis of the literature. Did you read this paper? Um, I've read numerous papers. Um, I, you'd have to let me know the author and your publication. Um, but what did you, what was the findings besides BFR, elevates temporarily heart rate and, um, and blood pressure, but not as high as high intensity exercise for heart rate and not as, and a little bit higher uh, with BFR over, um, BFR over high intensity. That's usually what we find in those, in those studies. Was there anything different on that? And then Doug asks, let's say you're using this as a primary tool for strength training. How many weeks can you use it before going to other training methods? For example, four weeks of BFR, then hit for X period. Um, it's a good question. I think, Doug, to answer your question, um, if you can lift high intensity training loads, meaning 65 to 90% of your one rep max, I think that that should be your primary, primary means. Now there's reasons why you wouldn't. COVID was one of them. We couldn't get to the gym. I don't have a ton of weights in my house. So I had to use whatever's back there for my resistance training, which isn't, you know, that much up to, I think 25 pound loads. In those cases, you could continue to do BFR until, you know, forever. Um, what you want to do though, is make sure that you're increasing your, um, 
your percentage of one rep max. Because as you get stronger, if you don't continue to increase the load, you won't see the, you'll get diminishing effects. Meaning that 20% of my one rep max today is not going to be 20% of my one rep max in a month. I should get stronger fairly quickly within three to four weeks of using BFR. So consistently reevaluate what your, what your um, one rep max is or what resistance you are using. If you don't want to do one rep max, which I understand, I don't really want to do one rep max a bunch of times or an estimated one rep max, meaning doing four or five reps to estimate what my one rep max is. Just take your training close to failure or to failure. And I say that in a, if you're a non-injured, that's what I'm assuming as your primary tool for strength training, you're non-injured, you can do high intensity training. Just take your reps all the way to failure. Now it should be close to the 75 reps prescribed. It's going to be a light enough load where you're going to get a metabolic effect, but you're, you know, go all the way to failure. If you go all the way to failure, take a little bit more time in between each session for recovery. So if I just hit my arms or a pulling, like let's say a lat, lat pull downs, um, a horizontal row and a bicep curl, I'm not going to do that again for three days. I'm going to give my body rest for 72 hours before I hit that muscle group or those muscle groups again. Um, so you, to answer your question, you can use BFR for infinitum as long as, as long as you keep increasing the load. For the pressures, once you get to the highest pressure, 50% in the upper extremity, 80% in the lower extremity, no need to change those. Those are, those are set. So you're just going to keep increasing resistance as you get stronger and bigger. So hopefully that, hopefully that helps. All right, so here's a paper that was written by Mike Reinold. Mike Reinold's a uh, very famous physical therapist. Um, and um, this paper just, I mean, this is a blog. He just, he just came out with it, so I'm going to share it. Um, and then I'll share my screen and kind of talk a little bit about what he talked about. Um, so let me share my screen. And... All right, so um, basically he's talking about the best blood flow restriction. He calls them bands. I call them cuffs. doesn't really matter. Um, it's a really, really good read because it talks about how to choose your best BFR bands and cuffs, size and widths, durabilities, mechanisms of applying pressure. And then he goes through his recommended um his recommended cuffs. This is an independent person. He doesn't work for smart tools. Doesn't work with me. Um, I've never met him in person, unfortunately. Hopefully, I will someday, because um, he is a leader in physical therapy and rehab and uh, performance. Um, so he he's got some really, 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 really great points. Um, and you know, ultimately, he recommends the smart cuffs as his primary recommendation because of durability, because of the way that we go about what we do. Um, and the cost and it's, um, you know, what he says here is features that are in really expensive devices that cost thousands of dollars. We've made them very, very affordable for both professional and for personal use. 
which is great. So I have to thank him um, for making those recommendations. We put a lot of work into these things. We constantly are updating them. That's why we are at Gen 3, um, trying to make them better, more efficient, easier to use. Um, we can always do better, and we're working on that. But um, uh, but we will continue to evolve and develop. And so, great little article there on different differences. Now, the one thing I will argue about with, and not really argue, just make comments about, is that he he notes that in a couple of these cuffs that you can find them occlusion pressure, but the, the answer, the actual the truth is you cannot. So you're using something called arbitrary pressures where you're guessing the pressures, something that I don't want to do with my patients or myself. I want to know what pressure I'm using, make sure that it's safe, yet also um, effective. Um, so yeah, so great chair. Um, everybody should have received my latest BFR newsletter, which came out on the 1st. My next newsletter will come out on the 15th. So they come out on the 1st and the 15th. I don't think we've included this article. So this article just came out. Um, so maybe we'll throw it in to um, the article uh, the beginning of next month. Um, some really great studies have kind of come out that I'll be discussing in the next few weeks. But remember, next week, I will be off. But if you do have questions, please just send me an email and you can get me at um, drlacara at bfruniversity.com. And Okan asks, as far as I know, B-Strong Cuffs cannot provide to access LOP. Is that true? That is true. You cannot. They uh, use a segmented bladder, meaning that the bladder has inundations and it's one of the things that they actually pride themselves on they don't want you to be able to find them occlusion pressure because they really set off selling to the consumer and so they didn't want consumers being able to inflate to 100 percent arterial and 100 percent um, venous occlusion and um, injuring themselves so this was purposeful on their part in my opinion it doesn't allow for true bfr um, because you're not able to trap metabolites that means that metabolites are going to be able to escape through those cuffs. Um, oh, and wondering about my BFR book. Uh, look at this. There it is. I have to go through a read. Um, I just want to make sure that it's right before it gets released. Um, but we are, um, I will be ready probably to start shipping these. I'm gonna guess, um, we're in July. I'm gonna guess in July, it's just a matter of having to get mass uh, printing. Uh, but yeah, there she is. Pretty proud of her. Um, it's taken a long time to get this done. So thanks for asking, I, I really, really appreciate that. Um, but you can also pre-order it, which does help me because I can take some of those funds and print more and I know how many to print. Um, of course, the more that I print at one setting, the cheaper it is, and so I can keep them more affordable. But the book is free. Um, you can go to um, bfruniversity.com and pre-order yours. You can also pre-order my um, the digital uh, copy, which I'll release a little sooner than the print copy. And you can also pre-order the audio book as well, if you're more of an audio book 
uh, listener, which I like to do. I am driving down uh, about 12 hours on Thursday to Georgia to see some family and then down to Florida. So I'll be, I'll get the earbuds in and I'll be um, only one earbud while I'm driving. Uh, but I'll be listening because uh, the kids would go crazy if um, they heard a bunch of, um, you know, nerdy science stuff going on while I'm listening. So, so thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. So make sure to pre-order. If you are watching this on YouTube, please, please, please hit subscribe. That helps me as well. Um, otherwise, I will see you guys in two weeks, and um, I'll have some new stuff to share and questions to answer. Hopefully, nice tan skin um, and healthy and rejuvenated. Um, Doug asks, have you ever worked with or communicated with Dr. Doug McGuff about BFR? I have not. I have not met him. If you have an introduction, I'd love to uh, chat with him. That would be great. Um, uh, we, I have some podcasts that I'm going to be doing with some people in July about the book and stuff. So, um, you know, maybe he's somebody that we can pull on here and we can chat about it. All right. Thanks so much. Bye for now. See you in two weeks. Hopefully everybody is enjoying their time and their summer. Bye for now. <laughs>